Okay, guys, welcome back to the best podcast on the planet. Today's April 8th. It's the Dubs Only Podcast. Once again, I'm Nevin Whitehead. I'm Noah Winfrey. I'm Hunter Ritz. Us three are going to go through a more subjective podcast this week, I would say. We're full Corona swing. Um, we're in the midst of it right now. Everyone's at home watching movies. We thought we'd do a cool top five sports movies list for y'all. And we'll get it started right now. So, who wants to go first, guys? Uh, I'll go first. Hunter, you go five? first. Yeah, I'll, yeah, we'll start up five. Um, a baseball movie for you guys. It's uh, Trouble with the Curve. I don't know if you guys <laughs> have seen it. Is this the old Clint Eastwood? This like? is the Clint Eastwood 2012 <laughs> film. Uh, yeah, no. Like, old baseball scout. It's kind of like the anti-moneyball, I feel like. Because he's an old baseball scout. He His vision's starting to go and all this stuff. And uh, he talks about, I think Bo Gentry is the guy, and he can't hit the curveball, and that's the big thing. But everybody else wants to draft him. Yeah. And they end up drafting him. He finds some random uh, Hispanic kid that throws a gnarly curveball, brings him into practice on the first day, and, you know, he was exactly right. The kid couldn't hit the curveball. Is Justin Timberlake in this movie? Justin Timberlake is in it. He's got, like, some sick nickname in it, too, but I forget what it is. And it's, like, Amy Adams in it, too. Amy Adams is the dog. Amy Adams can get it, dude. (laughs) I'm telling you right now. Amy Adams is fire. All right, so, Butter, who do you have for your uh, fit? I did Invincible. It's Vince, yeah, like Mark the Vince Papoli. Vince Papoli. <laughs> oh, the Philadelphia Eagles? Yeah, dude, And he gets wrecked? Yeah, I mean, kind of. I mean, he had, like, what, the one oh, cool kick well. return? Or yeah, it's like a punt return for a touchdown in a preseason so game. why is this your fit? <laughs> I just think it's wild, like, seeing some random guy from Philadelphia, like, go to try out for the Eagles. Just think about that. Though. That's not a realistic story. No, it is, because yeah. that's how bad the Eagles were. Yeah, like, no, yeah, exactly. a true story, right? I just think it's, like, a wild story. I thought Mark Wahlberg, I mean, is a fantastic actor. I thought You he think he's a job. fantastic actor? I think Mark Wahlberg's a good actor. <laughs> All right, so we're fantastic to good. <laughs> no, I think he does a good job in that film. But I, I appreciate that. Invincible, I was looking at it. I didn't know anyone was going to have that in their top five, but <laughs> I respect it. Hey, hey, little white guy, too. You yeah, got to give him props. Exactly. You got to give him props. <laughs> I just, the, like, the one thing in that movie that stands out is when he goes out, they're like, he's a deer in the headlights out there, and he just gets wrecked <laughs> on, on the kick return he coverage. Does. He got but it's, like, up. relatable. Like, you can relate to the character. Even if I could relate to Mark Wahlberg, that'd be sick. I mean, he Yeah, but, like, it's not like that dude, Vince Papali, looks like that crazy athletic. Oh, no. Right? Yeah. Remember that movie? That's like, why it's late related. Late 70s, early 80s? No, no it was no. 2006. No, like, but, like, when it take place in, like, Philadelphia. Oh, I feel uh, like it was Jaworski years. Like, 70s? Yeah. Like, yeah, it had to be, because Aaron, they aren't hiring people off the street no. in the 80s. Didn't he own, like, a fucking bar, Yeah, too? 1976. <laughs> he, he owned a, in 1976, and he owned a bar. <laughs> Shouts out to Invincible Mark Wahlberg. All right, number five on my list. Have y'all seen the movie Rush, the Formula One driver? No. Dude, it's so good. You have to go watch it. It is so good. All right, so basically it's a story based in the 1970s. Um, two F1 drivers, James Hunt and Nicky Lauda. Invincible is bigger than this. No, dude, it's not. Rush is so good. Invincible is a Disney film. It had a Disney backing. You're right. But this right. movie is so sick. Uh, I love about this movie is like great driving scenes, and both the characters are really likable in their own different ways which is tough to do in movies who are the actors chris hemsworth is jimmy hunt who's like a english like or james hunt he's like an english playboy he makes his way up and he like drives from mclaren and then nikki lauda drives ferrari he's like some german or austrian dude they say he looks like a rat so they call him the rat (laughs) um it's an awesome movie like james hunt finally wins and then like basically never wins again and they go back and forth it's really really cool 
Go watch it if you haven't seen it. I know that was a little off the beaten path, but I fucking love that movie. <laughs> I had to put it in there. Hunter, who do you got for number four? Number four, I have Creed. So Creed! Oh, oh my god! <laughs> I love, hey, don't get me wrong, I love the Rocky movies, but I like the modernized version. I think Creed is kind of sick. I really, I really like the fact also that they have real fighters in the movie playing like like Andre Ward's in Creed. That's pretty sick. Yeah. So like I mean and, and <laughs> Sorry, I'm chirping a little bit. Keep going. But I, I don't know, it's a great movie. Obviously it follows the first like Rocky One kind of storyline. You yeah, know, yeah. he makes it, he still loses the fight. But I, I I really like it. Michael B. Jordan does a great job. Here's yeah. my thing. You can't put Michael B. Jordan and Creed and Sylvester Stallone and Rocky in the same sentence. I uh, know. So who do you got number four? But they are in the same sentence. I don't, I like, I don't have a Rocky movie. You don't have a Rocky no, movie? No, not number four. Okay. Not number okay. four. So, okay, who's your number four then? But I just wanted to say, I mean, I think the Rocky movies, especially like one through four, are way better than either of the Creed I would agree. I, Creed yeah. like was good, but it kind of pissed me off that like he thought he was so tough. But in the beginning, he, like, walks out of his mansion because he's Apollo Creed's son. He's driving this, like, what did he drive? Like, a sick-ass Corvette or Mustang? He's driving, like, yeah, like her Mercedes And then he goes to, like, some bullshit gym. And he's, but, like, but he's, in Rocky's gym. He's like, okay, man, let's see what you got. And he, like, starts fighting against I'm like, dude, you are rich. No rich yeah, dude. It's that's not why rich guys same. aren't fighters because they don't have the struggle. They don't. I have another avenue to go That's through. also what adds something to the Rocky movies, the fact that, like, Rocky came from struggle. Do you want me to go to my number four? Because, like, yeah, before you do, because my number four is Rocky. Okay, okay. Rocky. Okay. And Rocky. That's all I got to say. It is the movie that made Sylvester Stallone who he is. It is the OG, not the OG sports movie, but the one that, if you go all the way back in the 70s, it is an absolute great film. Um... The great thing about this movie is, like, it's so rewatchable. You can, like, start at any point, go right into it. You know the storyline already, but you kind of get hooked automatically. Um, it's obviously, like, Rocky is, like, the Philadelphia spirit, which is crazy considering Philadelphia has so much history behind it. Like, you're not saying, like, yeah. oh, it's the yeah. Benjamin Franklin's not statue on top of the steps. It's Rocky doing the... Yeah, it's a character from a movie. That's yeah, pretty and he's a symbol like the like the symbol of the city, which I think is cool. Obviously, spawned a multitude of sequels, including yeah, Creed. Uh, Creed. Yeah, uh, Creed is a good movie. <laughs> yeah, it's it's okay. It's a good movie. We'll give it. It's a good movie. Yeah. So that's all I gotta say for number four, Butter. Who do you got? I went with Caddyshack at number four. <laughs> like this pick. Um, I mean, I, I grew up, like, playing golf. Like, I played golf in high school, and I feel like Caddyshack has more directly infected, like, my sports career than any other movie. I mean, even, like, just with, like, saying Noonan when someone putts. I mean, I've, like, been in tournaments where people have, like, been like, Noonan, you know, who, when you're Who was it? You told me this earlier. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> the you can't mention on the No, pod? no. It was but. his dad. <laughs> Keep going. No, dude, I can't. So we had to stop for a second because Butter was convinced that we had to retake that segment, but we're not going to delete it because I think it's gold. So you were going, why is it so important to you? No, I mean, I just think like playing golf a lot, there's like a ton of Caddyshack references and stuff people make. And I just think it's like a legendary comedy film. Bill Murray in his prime, too, I think. Yeah. yeah. This is like Ghostbusters right around the corner, like right there. I mean, yeah. he's funny as shit in that movie. And Chevy Chase is. Chevy Chase, exactly. Yeah. Some Dalai Lama. Yeah, <laughs> this, this is, uh, it's a good movie. All right, so we're on to number three, guys. Hunter, I'll start with you. Who do you have at number three? All right, so number three, this is an all-time favorite of mine. It's uh, The Replacements. Okay. It's a great movie. I feel like... 
one of the best sports movie quotes, which is, pain heals, chicks dig scars, and glory lasts forever. The, the last two for sure. <laughs> chicks dig scars and glory lasts forever, like, quotable, like, to the umptest degree. Quote- I mean, anyone knows those lines. So that's why this movie... Exactly. So Shane Falco, I mean, it, it gets the lockout before, like... I mean, this was pre-NBA lockouts, like in the, the late two, the 2010-2011. So yep. it gets you the lockout story, and I just think it's an overall great movie. I've got to love me some Keanu Reeves. Got to love Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Who doesn't like Keanu Reeves? He's a handsome guy. He's a handsome guy. Kind of had his, like, rebirth after... Uh, during the John Wick films. Yeah, but which are fantastic. Which are, which are great movies. Which are good. Yeah. Bearded Keanu Reeves. Like on the, Sexy Keanu <laughs> Like, I think it's almost on the level of, like, a born. Okay, you can go okay, number three Okay, that might now. be a You can go tip. number three now. Go number three. <laughs> number three, I just put Rocky Four. Okay. Um, I wanted to, like, make sure I got the Rocky movies in there. And I think number four is my favorite just because of, you know, the Ivan Drago storyline, who I think it's, like, a wild character. I mean, getting roided up in Russia comes and kills Apollo Creed kills in a him. fight and then Rocky obviously is way smaller yeah. and everything ends up beating him in the end For I, like, that's my personal can we just one. like just put like he if you guys haven't seen Rocky 4 he literally kills Apollo Creed yeah. it's not like oh he kills him yeah like yeah. Apollo Creed dies he dies. he dies so this is and it had like a little backdrop too the USSR versus in the Cold War exactly so exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah and Rocky's also his trainer at that time right because yes. he could have thrown yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah he was like no Paul Green was like yeah. no it's just it's, a badass storyline and he and comes then, out of retirement to like and goes Drago. over to Russia mm-hmm. and starts yeah. like running through the snow and stuff like you he's know doing all like the legit training Rocky shit. is great at one thing it's the sports montages <laughs> in every single movie he kills the montage like the, I think the montage came from Rocky like the original Rocky movie yeah maybe that so. might be a hot take but like I really <laughs> think that's where it came from well, we're going from U.S. art. My third movie is Miracle. Okay. Yeah. okay. 1980s uh, hockey movie. Came out in the 2000s, but it's about the 1980s Olympic team who beat the USSR, who apparently was, like, the perfect team. A lot of backdrop to this is, like, heat, cold war, like, the highest point. It's in Lake Placid on American soil. They, had elite, like, got run over by the team, the USSR team, like, a month prior in like a friendly game the NHL's all-stars lost seven to one previously to that too crazy shit um I love about this movie the one thing I really love is Kurt Russell as Herb Brooks great casting right there and has some good quotes too uh the name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the name on the back and obviously the famous "Do you believe in miracles?" at the end of the uh, right. the game. By the way, it wasn't even the final game. They had to go beat I think Finland in the finals. Yeah. After that, it was like the semifinal game. But you had Rizzo, Jack O'Callahan, OC, and uh, Jimmy Craig. Jimmy Craig the <laughs> had fast hands, good ass goaltender. Um, love this movie. I watched it a couple nights ago. It's on Netflix. If you want to go watch it, absolutely fantastic. Good heartwarming story. Has a little bit of a backdrop here and there, but absolutely recommend we'll move on to number two this is like where the, the upper tier of the sports movies guys and just want to <laughs> let y'all know right now that these are like our opinions not like solidified facts, facts. Yeah. this is like what we think are the best sports this is like, like obviously some of the movies we name are not as popular as like other movies yeah. that have done better maybe yeah, like yeah. in the box office yeah. or whatever 
But this is like us personally. I mean, a lot of it probably comes from what sports we like. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I have, like, I, I have to throw sea biscuit in there. No, I mean I have a couple golf in movies. That made it in there. I've had <laughs> a couple golf movies because I play golf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? But we yeah. just want to let you know yeah. before we get to the top two that this is purely subjective. This is our list of like what we want to rewatch all the time. Yeah. So number two, Hunter, what do you got? So completely on the rewatchability factor, the longest yard, one of my favorite fucking Which movies one? of all time, the remake. I, uh, the original is good. The Adam original. Sandler and Chris. No, Chris the, Rock. No, so the remake, that is the, the that's, remake. That's the one, right? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, the yeah. one with Adam not Sandler. Not with Burn Reynolds. Well, he's no, in that one, but he's, he's also in the original. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, just a, a great movie. Superstar quarterback goes to jail, has to make his team play the guards and just all the stuff, giving the guy the estrogen pills, giving one of the guards. It has the some funny pills. scenes. It's got there. some great scenes. A sad scene with the Chris Rock incident. Caretaker. Yeah. Caretaker. It gets me every time. I love I the opening scene of that movie. Where he's like sitting in his bedroom and the wife is like goes up, she's like, you gotta come Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. Okay. <laughs> Purely plastic surgery Courtney Cox. Exactly. This is not friends Courtney Cox. No, this is not and friends she's Courtney like, Cox. Come down, you have different to wear this Courtney out. Cox. Yeah, yeah, different. It's like a totally different <laughs> Courtney Cox. She comes out, she's like, gotta wear this uniform. He's like, nah, Adam Taylor with this like, little whiny voice, you know? And he goes off. What, what car is that? Is oh. it like it's like a Bentley or something? It's super nice. It's a nice car. That's he's like he, drinking beers outside the window, just dropping them. He runs yeah. into the back of the right. They pull him over. He yeah. backs into him and takes, takes off. off. Like he, and the <laughs> co- like the helicopters on him. And that's when you know like this is gonna be a good movie. I mean, the big guy that plays ping pong. That's also funny. Yeah, there's a exactly. lot of funny. Movies. I like that pick actually. No. I didn't want to put that in because a lot of people are gonna like chirp at us about that. But I feel like it's fuck you guys. Yeah, I don't care. This I've watched it like. Eight or nine times. It's a oh, great freaking movie. movie. It's funny. Yeah. So, Butter, number two for you? Number two, I went with, I think, what's going to be Hunter's number one, which is Moneyball. Oh, God. Uh, Brad Pitt. Dude, I think it's awesome. It's I mean, an awesome like, movie. Because I think one of the biggest, like, most wild things in all of sports is the way Major League Baseball, like the big market teams, have such a direct advantage over the small market teams. No salary. It's crazy. Because, no because salary of the no That's salary That's the stupidest cap. thing mm-hmm. I've ever heard. And so it's like... You know, with the Oakland Athletics, which are in this movie, they had like you know a tenth of the money the Yankees have. Might be even more than I think that. It's less. They were yeah. paying. It was something like the Yankees payroll that year that were where they put all the numbers on the screen in that opening scene. Yeah. The Yankees had like a hundred and sixty million dollar payroll when the the A's was about forty five. That's stupid. No, so, I mean, there's, like, three guys on that Yankees team who are making more than damn near all the athletics combined. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, you know, I just think that's awesome. Billy Bean brings in the kid from Yale who's played by Jonah Hill who does an awesome job. Awesome job. Great job. And they pretty much, you know, find a way to, within their budget, I mean, make, like, a competing team. Well, what's he goes on that 20 that game winning streak or whatever. He's like, I want you to get on base. I don't care how like you do it. It's on. Yeah. It's the money ball technique. It's like the on base percentage thing. It's like those OBP, are, right? That's yeah, what it's OBP. Called. Yeah. So no, yeah, great yeah, movie. That's a great movie. I like and Brad Pitt, dude, has made some clinkers over the years. Like, <laughs> I mean, not like bad movies, but like. Like oh, Once Upon whoa. a Time of Hollywood. Yeah. That one's great. Okay, <laughs> that one's fucking great. I love that movie. But like, I'm talking like Mr. Marie Smith. No, Mr. Marie Smith, like not a great movie, but he's in, he's more in there for his looks. But this movie, like, he acted his ass off in this movie. Oh, yeah. Actually, and he played the role to perfection. Like, when you see him on there, you're like, maybe it's going to be a good, like, can he actually do the Billy Bean impression? And I like the backstory from him in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, a little, uh... 
sentimental value. He was like one of the top draft prospects yeah, or whatever. Exactly. And everyone's like, oh, he's going to be great. Then he goes, he's not that good. He fights the old scouts, brings in the young guys, do like all the analytics, which is now huge in sports, yeah. obviously. So that's a good pick. We'll see if that's your number one. We'll see. Okay. Who's your number two for me? I have the Sandlot. Uh, okay. They I baseball. They I these baseball. Fucking love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if I curse right now. I've liked this movie since I first. I think I first saw it when I was six years old. I mean, there's not much to say. It is an absolute <laughs> classic. If you say Benny the Jet Rodriguez or the PF Flyers, everyone knows what movie you're talking about. Yeah. The most quotable lines in this movie, like, You're killing me, Smalls. You play ball like a girl. <laughs> Forever. Forever. And do we have to get started with the uh, the squint scene with Wendy Peppercorn? Oh, yeah. Can you imagine, like, you go into your local YMCA <laughs> when you're seven years old and everyone has the biggest hard-on for the lifeguard, obviously. <laughs> But no one can ever get out there. And then you watch this movie and you're like, Squints actually got out there? Kid's it's, a legend. He's a legend. And, I mean, I love this movie. So The cast of characters are perfect. The way they go through the movie is great. It's just a summertime film. It makes you kind of, like, reminisce about when you were younger and when mm-hmm. people weren't in front of their screens all day playing video games and shit. You're out in the yard playing football with your boys. Yeah. I don't know about... Did y'all play, like... I never played backyard baseball. I played, like, hockey and football and basketball. We but. played, like, backyard, like, tennis baseball, sort of. You get the tennis racket out oh, there. Oh, yeah, with you the ten- Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. But, like, yeah, and it has a g- bunch of great scenes. Obviously, the B scene where Benny the Jet jumps over the fence. The 4th of July scene where the firecrackers are going off and they're just... The fat guy is just, like, eating hot dogs, and they're trying to play baseball. It's puke and chew. When puke, they <laughs> puke and chew. They're like, how old do you think those guys are? Like, uh, 10 to 12? And yeah. the guys go on, like, the ride, and they're just <laughs> hunking up Red Man, dude. And, I mean, it's just, or, like, it's such a reminisce. It takes you back to a time where things were easier in life. You had no bills. Nope. You're in the summertime. No one's in school. You're just playing with your friends. I mean... That's why I love the movie. I don't know what y'all's take on that movie. Because you gave me shit. Like, right when I said... You said that. What did you say? I, it's... I mean, it's the Goonies of baseball. It's, That's, it's yeah. the Goonies of baseball, but it's a great movie. I feel like I, I definitely relate on the fact of every kid, no matter if you played sports at any age, at, at some point when you start playing sports, you're like... I could go pro. That's yeah. always something in your mind. Yeah. You're like, I could go pro. And that's like what it is. Like when you think you can be one of the best freaking baseball and players. And then Bayer Jet actually makes it. Yeah. Which is pickle? Sick. Oh, man. The pickle scene. <laughs> God, guys, don't give me He's on the movie right now. He's in a pickle. He's in a pickle. I love it. Um, so now we're to the number one picks. These are the movies we want to rewatch all the time. The best sports movies, in our opinion. Probably like top five movies of all time because we're sports, like sports heads over here. Yeah. 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 So, Hunter, I'll start with you. So, knows right. Swami knows right. Swami! I I had Moneyball at number one. And, I mean, I just think one of my favorite lines in that that movie is, how can you not be romantic about baseball? Right after they win 20 games in a row, they, I mean, they break an AL record that had lasted for I don't know how many years. And it's just, it's a great, the way... The thing is, it summarizes one of the biggest impacts in the game of baseball because that changed the way GMs pick players. That changed the way they looked at stats. That made on-base percentage such a big thing that it is now. And it's just, I mean, it's fantastic. I've watched it 10, 15 times, and I'll watch it 10, 15 more times. So. Yeah, I love that movie. It's a great movie. All right. 
So, Hunter, your number one is Moneyball. Moneyball is number one. Butter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're not laughing that hard. Butter. My number one pick is a hot take. This is, okay. Hot take. Get the fans out. Get the AC units out. I went, I went with the greatest game ever played, which we also... If I had a hot take button, like with this, like, explosions <laughs> in the back, burr, 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 this, would, this would be going off right now. All right, well, you know, I think the thing that's great about this movie is it starts with, you know, Harry Varden. This is, like, the early 1900s, late 1800s, as a poor kid who, like, can't get on a golf course pretty much because yeah. everything's like a country club by the super elite. Yeah. He ends up, you know, being great, you know, winning like five British Opens in a row. Yeah. And then it follows Shia LaBeouf's like Francis We Met character. Um, I mean, all this is a true story. I mean, who came from the same type of thing about like 40, 30 years later, mm-hmm. um, you know, was able to like as an amateur, the only amateur, you know, ever to win a U.S. Open. Um, I just think, you know, it's an awesome movie, like seeing how early, you know, back then, like, you know, social classes completely determined whether you could really participate in the game. Yeah, uh, golf is usually like a rich man sport. Still is today. Yeah, it's but still I mean, poor people can today. like go play public golf. Yeah, but like back in the day they could. Yeah, no, at all. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just why I thought it was so awesome. And I mean, as a huge golf fan, like I feel like, you know, that whole tournament is like the best game ever played. Do you I mean, like how like it's portrayed, like the actual golf game is portrayed on the course? Because that's how I feel about like a lot of sports movies. They don't actually portray like how real life it actually is. Mm-hmm. So do you like how they actually go through? I feel like they do a decent job. I mean, a ton of stuff they kind of over-exaggerate, like shit that doesn't happen. Yeah, I know. Like there's that, that, you have that drama guy yeah. who's in between like eight trees from 80 yards and like hits this low burner right into the hole. That has never happened. Like, what about Phil Mason played and the Masters? Play. He didn't do that. He had the straws. And the pine straw, the masters. He, he like didn't hit hold it. it though. He hit it. Oh, he hold it in this movie. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He hit it. No, Phil had the green. Everyone was like, "What the <laughs> hell?" Is that? Between the toughest lie you've ever seen, he holds it. Yeah. And it's like, look, I mean, I've played with great players. That doesn't happen. But I mean, I think the way like they follow the ball and stuff is kind of cool. I mean, compared to like uh, Happy Gilmore or something, where I mean, which is also a great movie. Uh, yeah. But the way they portray golf is even more unrealistic. Yeah. I like how we all of our movies are basically based on. Real story movies, you know? Yeah. Like, I think that's pretty cool. I think um, that's what makes the best ones. I, yeah, like, you can, like... I'm surprised no one put Space Jam. No, no, I'll, we'll get to Space yeah. Jam afterwards. <laughs> My number one is The Fighter with Christian Bale and Mark Wahlberg. I think I've seen that one time. Mickey and Dickie. Two boys from Lowell. Dick Eklund fought Sugar Ray Leonard uh, for the title back in the day. He ends up being a crackhead. HBO goes and documentary like makes documentary about him. He, they say it's going to be a documentary on his comeback. It's not. It's about crack use in America. This movie is probably top five for me of all time. Mark Wahlberg's his best performance in my eyes. Christian Bale won an Academy Award for supporting actor. I'm pretty sure in this role. He lost tons of weight. Mickey and Dickie head body head body. I love this movie so much. Great actors, great casting in it. You had the eight sisters that are from Lowell, which if you went to Lowell in the 80s, was about how it goes. Charlene's played by Amy Adams, another name drop. Amy yeah. Adams. Um, two great sports movies she's in. I mean, just the rise to fame, or the rise, like the grind that this had to deal with. Dick Eklund, who is Mickey Ward's trainer, who is played by Mark Wahlberg, and Dick's played by Christian Bale. He's like a crackhead, obviously. He's jumping out windows when they were supposed to go to the Atlantic City for his first fight in the beginning of the movie, Mickey Ward makes it all the way up 
to the championship and finally wins the world title. And also, like, it goes along Dick Eklund's fight through crack. He gets arrested. He goes to jail. He gets new teeth. He fights, like, all the inmates when they show the HBO documentary. Just an unbelievable, like, trial by fire type of movie. I love it. Um, I can't really say much more about it unless I go by scene by scene because I can do that. <laughs> but I will say one thing. One of the best scenes of all time <laughs> in any movie is when the entire family with, like, the eight, like, ratchet broads, they all call them, like, different animal names like beaver, deer, and everything like that. They all go to Charlene, who play, is Mickey Ward's girlfriend, played by Amy Adams. They all go to her house and knock on the door, and they call her a skank and a whore. A skank, a whore. Like, that type of thing. And then they all fight, and Mickey Ward's trying to pull them. Like, hair's coming out everywhere. Love this movie so much. That's my number one. I know it's a little bit of a hot take also, but it's, it's a fucking great movie. But what I want to do now, us three also have some honorable mentions in here. Okay. Because there's so many good sports movies, guys. There are. We have named some honorable mentions that didn't make the cut, even though these cuts are absolutely great. But, yeah. Hunter, I'll start with you. What are your honorable mentions that you just have off the top of your head? Uh, top of my head, I have to go with, uh, first one comes to mind is definitely Space Jam. Because Space, Space Jam is just a classic, classic Looney Tunes. Get it with MJ and, you know, just the Monstars, taking down the Monstars. And just when you watch that movie as a kid... I feel like it makes such a freaking impact on you and you just yeah. love it. Like, you watch it now and you're still like... It's not one of those things where you're like, oh, yeah, that was stupid. I was a kid. Yeah. It's like, this is still freaking great. It's still good. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like a really good movie. Here's my thing. I don't watch it anymore. You don't watch it anymore? I just... I, I don't know, bro. I don't know if I don't like cartoons enough. The CG is a little whack. Yeah. Like, if you go back into it... It's got when a you're nice a kid, little... it's awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, I, I, like, I, I saw it a couple nights ago, I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah. I yeah, we bit. watched yeah. it here. I yeah, think. we watched it here. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, at some point, it just, like, gets kind of old for me. Yeah. Like, I mean, I get it. It's MJ. It's Barkley. You know, it's... Yeah. They got the Rogues and, like, yeah. all these guys. Um, I would say my other one, though... I have to go on the baseball side. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but Million Dollar Arm. It with is the, with, with the, John Hamm. With Don Draper? Not John Hamm. Mad Men John Hamm. Don <laughs> Draper. So I, so I call him by it's Don Draper. Don but Draper. The kid that goes to India for the goes cricket to players? India to find the cricket players. He, he taps into this untapped market of transferring cricket players into baseball players, and he finds these guys who can throw absolute gas and brings them to – Brings them to the states, trains them in baseball. They're throwing ninety-six mile an hour fastballs in front of scouts. Next thing you know, they're on freaking AAA teams, and it's like it must be nice to be on a AAA it, team. It yeah, I mean it's, it's not an MLB be, team. It's, it's not <laughs> an MLB team, but hey, I mean that's cricket fine. star to baseball star. I would say that's a, a solid. It's move. a solid one. And I like those two honorable mentions. I like it. But are you got two honorable mentions for me? Uh, you know, one I've got what I almost put on my list is blue chips. I feel like just because now Blue Chips is, like, becoming even more relatable with, like, all the scandal in college basketball. But, I mean, you've got Pete Bell, who's a college basketball coach, brings in Shaq and Penny. Yeah. Um, you know, I just thought it was a dope basketball yeah. movie. It is dope. It, it is, is dope. Good. You got another one for me, or you just got the one? Uh, just the one? On next one. All right. So I got – okay. I went off the board right here. <laughs> I had six, but I only mentioned two. Actually, I'll mention three. Sorry. <laughs> I, have, I have Rudy on there. I put, okay, I that's put a great Rudy. movie. I, I almost love Rudy. No, Rudy's I a great movie. Like, everyone knows Rudy. Rudy. Everyone knows that. The yeah. second one I had is White Men Can't Jump. 
Yeah. With Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson playing on the Venice Beach, and like they're all playing for money. But obviously, you think these guys are really, really good basketball players, but they're barely scraping by. Love that yeah. movie. And the banter between like the social like classes between the white and black. I love that movie. Um, okay, I'm gonna say two more. I have Hoosiers on there. Yeah. Okay. The only reason Hoosiers didn't make my top five is because I watched it again, and I really like it, but it's just not. It's not gonna make my top five for me. It's just not cool. rewatchable all the time. I love Gene Hackman; he's a great actor. And the other one's Warrior with uh, Tom Hardy and the other guy. They're like the MMA fighters. And they, yeah, they come I've back. Never and that you've never seen that? <laughs> no. Dude, you've got to see it. Everyone's seen it. No, dude, I've... It's a good some movie. People, you've seen it. Some people have told me that's their favorite movie of all time. Yeah, no, it's really, really good. Yeah. Like, like Tom Hardy's in it. He, they're like both, like one's a, re- like a science teacher. Um, and he like has to make money for like his mortgage and shit. And he starts going like to little MMA events, like local things, just to make money. And then his brother is Tom Hardy, who is an ex-Marine and like has what is abandonment or whatever it's called he like left the troops yeah and they both get into this like million dollar tournament and they both meet up at the end and it's just it's a really really good movie like you you haven't seen you gotta watch yeah, it no, I'll watch it. Yeah. so those are what i have um but i think this list was pretty informative i think no, it was i think, I think we, if you're uh, looking for something to watch right now <laughs> we just need like 15 good yeah. movies for you exactly yeah, no, they're all fantastic all the really good movies i mean that's why sports movies is tough to like go down obviously because there's so many sports movies yeah we talked about Seabiscuit a little bit before this Seabiscuit Secretary there's some good horse movies there's out there really good horse movies <laughs> Secretary is good Secretary and Seabiscuit is really good too I mean like those are actually good movies you can just yeah. go watch not really like sports movies but I guess they are but something I noticed that I thought was interesting was a lot of these are Disney movies yeah. like a lot of Disney yeah. produced Disney, a lot of Disney Disney knows what hits though <laughs> because like you can take like the family centric sports movie you're going to get the dads to come in and watch it, and you're going to the kids get to watch it because it's a Disney movie and family-friendly. So, after we finish that, I think we go on. We have, like, a little subtopic, not, like, a full topic, but we've been watching a lot of highlights of old-school movies lately. We want to talk about the 2000s players from 2000 to 2010 that aren't named LeBron or Kobe or Shaq that you think were one of the best players of the decade that don't get enough love. Um, does anyone want to start off with this? Do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> my player would be Kevin Durant, who's obviously... In the 2000s? Yeah, I mean, like, 2007's when he started, right? I mean... 2008. So are we, doing, are we doing 2000s to no, now? 2000, 2000 to 2010. 2010. Like, that's so that the decade, decade I have. Okay. I'll start if y'all need to think about it a little all bit. All right, all right. I was ready to go KD as a rookie. So. <laughs> as a rookie. All right, so I have Dirk. Um, okay. I have two. I have Dirk and T-Mac. Okay. I'll start with Dirk. I was rewatching from, like, 2000 to 2006... Um, even beyond that, people forget how athletic Dirk was when he was coming, like when he was still young. The guy was rebounding the ball, coming down, dribbling it, pressing fast breaks. I mean, he was legit almost point forward at that point. Really athletic guy. He was dunking still. And when you watch him, it's an older NBA game, but when I was watching his like NBA highlights, he would like do a lot of pump fake threes, step in twos. If he played in tonight, like today's game, I mean, he'd be dropping, like, absolute buckets. And he's probably the best European player of all time, I would say. Yeah. So he's he's already great. He's already a Hall of Famer. But if you have, like, any time to go rewatch any highlights, Dirk Nowitzki in his prime, in that 2006 season when they were the number one seed, they lost to Golden State that year, right? Yeah. yeah. He was That's unbelievable that year. Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. The other one was T-Mac. And I know T-Mac just got inducted to the Hall of Fame a couple of years ago. 
and he went to a bunch, like not a bunch of different teams, but he played for a couple of different teams. If you watch Orlando T-Mac, what he was doing, throwing balls off the backboard and dunking himself, yeah. going like one-on-three and fast breaks, you have – and he's a great shooter too. People don't give enough credit for that. So those are mine too, T-Mac and Dirk. What do you guys got? Uh, I would go definitely for one. I'd go Vince Carter. I know we all – this is very also recent. We all watched the Carter effect together a little bit ago. Oh, Jesus. But uh, <laughs> Vince Carter. Right. But here's the thing. I, I also think – I. I mean, I'm not going to pick, like, an Allen Iverson. I'm not going to pick... You could be, like, I, I could. Wade. Yeah. No, I could. You but Vince I Carter. feel like... I, Vince Carter, because I feel like, in a way, he's very underrated. He gets he gets the title of one of the best in-game dunkers to ever do it, which yeah. is probably, you know, between him and Blake Griffin, in my opinion. But uh, he's had great seasons. The impact that he's had on the teams that he's gone to, and, like, we look at the impact that he had on just the city of... Toronto as a whole, yeah, and bringing the hip hop culture, and I—that's the thing, and like that's also one of the reasons I would have also gone with AIs, just the way he changed the game in terms of behind the scenes, the style, the way players acted off the court, yeah. and the way where they kind of really got to express themselves in that in that point of view. But both of them held held players. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, here's mine, and I had never liked this guy like growing up really because I'm. You know, like being a fan of a West team, I never liked the Spurs because they were always like Filthy. just kind of that From team. From 1997 to like 2010. No, wait a minute. They won like what? 2014 oh, was the last? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean, they were just like a team yeah. you'd hate to see in the playoffs. They were probably going to make you Played know. a certain brand of basketball. So I went with Tim Duncan yeah. because I feel like. Somehow, I think Tim Duncan is probably still the most underrated player he is. of all time. I think he's a, the best power forward of all time. I don't think there's a question about it. But nobody, no. like, you know, the dude's a five-time champion, two-time most valuable player, three-times finals MVP. He has better stats, like, final stats than Kobe Bryant, I'm pretty sure. I want to say And that. then LeBron. LeBron isn't a five-time champ. I mean, there's no, nobody yeah, outside no. of Jordan and Kareem. I mean, Kobe and, is. Was he a three-time Finals MVP? No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Because Tim yeah. Duncan like has a three-time. Like he he is so decorated and has been so good for so long that people kind of just take it for granted. Take it for yeah. granted. Like, yeah, he's been on so many good winning and, teams. And obviously, a lot for of that's three decades. a lot yeah. of that's that his fault because I think you know he's never been like an outgoing person. And he in also the media. never left San Antonio. Yeah, small no. And team. Greg Popovich, I mean, the way he operates too, it's like he doesn't. I don't really think he wants to see his guys ascend into stardom. Like on, yeah. a, you know, on like a huge level. I think that's true with Kawhi. Too. One guy more than well, that's yeah. like Kawhi left. Yeah, yeah. So one guy more than all the rest of the guys. That's it's a it it's is. a team yeah. effort in Pop's book, and I mean he's the big fundamental. He was never flashy, so Dude, that's he, the thing. People don't like guys in the post. People man. don't like jump hooks. People like yeah. dunks. But he would face he up guys, and you're like, either he's going right, left. He's going to spot up and hit a bank shot. He has all the moves. He can pass really well. His great vision. He's a great rebounder. Yeah. I still think the reason. They lost that the Spurs Heat series because Pop had Tim Duncan out. Yeah, no, did not get the rebound when Ray Allen was shot in the corner. They got they missed it and they got it back and they called another timeout and then Ray Allen got it twice in a row. Like I've never that probably is Pop's like biggest mishap. But do you guys have anyone else for your top? I mean, I think you got to add AI there. Yeah, I think AI is overrated. I kind of agree because his efficiency. Like if you look back, he's like under forty five percent shooter. On his career, yeah. under thirty eight percent three point land. Yeah. He shoots so many shots. His teams like that two thousand one run he had. If you look back, the East was garbage. The yeah. best team was probably Milwaukee with Ray Allen. 
So but he, he single-handedly won him a game in the finals, which is pretty – that was the undefeated, yeah. right? The Lakers, that the was Lakers, the only game they yeah. lost that yeah, entire, yeah, yeah, yeah. That entire playoff. So. AI was sick. And, like, to do it at, like, what, 172 pounds, like 5'10", whatever. Yeah, one was, of the best. 5'9". Like no, and I think guys. more it's just, like, kind of what he did with the culture, too, yeah. more than anything. David Stern yeah. legit changed the rules, how to show up to an NBA game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Couldn't wear you, oversized clothes. No, you yeah. It's like, you got to dress like you're coming to the office. So – yeah, I like AI. Also, D Wade, shout out. We were talking about it a little bit earlier, but mm-hmm. D Wade was a stud. Yeah, no, absolutely. Marquette. I don't know what. And I think teaming up with LeBron. I mean, but. I think teaming up with LeBron honestly kind of had like the same effect as for Steph Curry's got now. Like with another guy coming in and kind of yeah. clouding up your legacy yep. a little bit because mm-hmm. D Wade was like a certified top three guy in the he, league. I mean, he was top two. I mean, if Kobe Bryant didn't play in the era, he played in D Wade by far, especially. But then you know, yeah, and then LeBron comes and kind of just takes away his shine a little bit because he's LeBron and we yeah. get it. Really. But I think it's the same thing with KD going to Golden and State. It, okay, so. so people miss half this too because everyone's like, "Oh, D Wade joined the dream team." No, no, no. Or D Wade t- stayed in Miami. Yeah, yeah. Those two guys joined yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So like, people, he so never what was left. He do, he, yeah, yeah. Like, what are you gonna be like? Oh, I'm gonna leave now because LeBron and Bosh. People don't give Bosh enough credit. He was a stud in Toronto too. Yeah, and oh, LeBron's yeah. his boy, and obviously he wanted to. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a there's still some a recruitment involved. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But like, he never left. Like, no, no, no. People joined teams. Yeah. Exactly. All right, guys. Well, that's a pretty good fucking podcast, I would say. <laughs> Go like. Subscribe, follow, download it all. It's been great with you boys again. I love this podcast. A little more subjective for you guys. Definitely tweet us at Dubs Only Podcast if you want any. Uh, if you have any suggestions for what we do next week. But uh, yeah, stay safe out there with Corona, and I appreciate y'all listening. Thanks again.